Hello again, everybody. This is Dan Clauser, president of the Big Vision Foundation. Welcome back to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. Today, I'm joined once again by uh, Brandon Shimo, our intern from Kutztown University. Brandon, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Brandon, you did an internship with us uh, last year around the same time, and you came back in the fall, uh, worked a little bit for us on uh, fields crew and tournament weekends, and uh, decided to come back again here in the winter and help us out as far as uh, going out and selling some advertising and uh, some other stuff like that. So just, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, why you wanted to come back. And I, I guess we don't want to skip over the fact that, uh, you know, over the summer you were playing baseball professionally. Um, so at the end of your season is when you came back um, and decided to, to keep helping out the organization. So, I mean, you know, what, what made you want to come back, um, you know, what made you want to help out, you know, this winter and the off season before you go back uh, to play in the spring? Well, for the most part, I mean, it's important, even though I have no intention, but other than to play professional baseball, you got to have a plan B in life. And if baseball doesn't work out, I'd like to, to stay around the game as much as I can. With this organization, I feel... Like, I could stay close with the game of baseball. I got a little bit more hands-on in terms of helping out, being a helping hand. And uh, I, don't know, I just I, I enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy the, the complex, the people. The, I mean, the kids that come around and that participate, they all seem like they're, they're really into the game. And I love watching a game that, especially back at the days where the game was the most fun. Like, now it's more of a job. It's a challenge. It's... Back then, it was all fun, and that's, I mean, I love being able to sit down and go back to that and kind of to see the game played that way again. Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that as far as the difference between, uh, you know, playing baseball just for fun and, you know, playing baseball as a job. Because I know a lot of times, and I certainly don't want to ever discourage anyone from, from chasing their dream, but I think some younger kids, um, you know, don't oftentimes realize that once you get to the professional level it is a job and it is a, a business and you know you've got a seven o'clock game you're usually getting to the ballpark at what four o'clock in the afternoon in most days yeah at the latest and, and you're you're a relief pitcher so <laughs> you got position players who are probably there an hour before you get exactly. to the ballpark no. um you know i know uh one of our former players, you know, Nick Evangelista, who was drafted with the Phillies, had mentioned to me one time, you know, when he first went down to spring training about, you know, they got on the baseball field at 6 o'clock in the morning and they got off the baseball field about 3.30 in the afternoon. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, it, it's a real job. And, I mean, you've, you've personally this past year experienced, you know, some of the business aspects where you were released, had to get re-signed by another club. So, I mean, just kind of take me through that, that scenario. I mean, how – you know, what it was like to deal with that and what it was like to continue to persevere to make sure you signed on with another club? Um, for the most part, I mean, it's it's not... The business aspect of it isn't anything you think it is. It, it, could, it can get grimy sometimes, but for the most part, you kind of almost have to expect it. Like, uh, from pretty much every teammate that I've talked to, at one point, no matter how good they are, no matter what their stats were at, they've been released eventually. So you got it. It was it was important to learn right from the start that I I knew I had to make an adjustment if the adjustment was needed, and when I got released, yeah, it was it was a 
a big shot at my confidence level. Uh, it kind of hurt my motivation, but at the same time, I realized this needs to happen in order for me to... It's not about how you get knocked down, it's about how you get back up. And so I figured it was a test. But for the most part, it's 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 the mentality that you got to kind of develop throughout high school and college to prepare yourself for professional baseball. You got to, as a kid, don't be afraid to ask questions and kind of feel it out as you're going along so you can kind of develop your your work ethic around what you learn from other people. And that's that's something I took advantage of. I asked a lot of questions from different guys, tried to, as soon, I mean, as soon as I got released, the first thing I did was, rather than whine about it, I tried to find other teams that I could throw for. Right. And they said, that's the only thing you can do. And you did, uh, you did, you know, find another club to, to play with, um, changing leagues. Yes. Right. Went from the Frontier League to what was the? Can-Am. To the, into the Can-Am League. Um, how, how far, how long did it take you to, you know, to find a new job, so to speak? Um, it was close to about a month. And what made that difficult was just going back home and finding somebody that could dedicate enough of their time to keep me in shape because I knew not only did I have to stay on top of my stuff, I needed, I mean, it was more difficult back home where I don't have everybody, all my friends, everybody I played with have jobs now. They got responsibilities. They can't just go out and play catch with me for an right. hour and a half every day. Right. So that was difficult. It wasn't, but like I said, I, I kind of saw it all as a test. So rather than just backing down when more and more things weren't going my way, I just kind of had to push through it, throw the ball at the wall if I had to. I mean, whatever it takes. And I think that's important, um, you know, for people to take note of that, you know, in that month period, I mean, there was no guarantee that you're going to find another job. But by the same token, you had to keep your skills sharp that when that opportunity arose, that you were ready to, to jump in and, and be able to contribute to the team. So, um, you know, and then again, in the off season here, um, you kind of went through the, the same process again, where yes. you're going to be changing teams and changing leagues again, and heading up uh, north of the border into Canada. So tell me a little bit about that, uh, you know, that process there, where, again, where you kind of thought you'd have a job going into spring training next year and i just want to point out to our listeners that you're actually playing an independent ball right now it's not yeah. affiliated ball so it's a little bit different how some of those moving parts work yeah um it's more of a revolving door <laughs> it really is yeah because it's uh you know it's not like you're moving up from double a AA to triple a or or whatever an independent ball i mean all those teams are you know hiring their own players paying their own players and you know if you don't make it um, on one of their squads, you're not getting sent down to single A or anything. You're exactly. you're basically getting released, and at that point, um, you know, finding another another job. Um, and I guess it's kind of um, interesting that each one of the times when you've got released, you actually caught on with a club that is technically a higher level of independent ball than than where you were previously. Yeah. So that's kind of worked out. So just yeah. tell me a little bit about your uh, you know your trip heading to Canada in the spring here. Well. Um I mean, I found out, what was it, about a month about a month after I got released, that I got released, which was a little tough to handle. I, I didn't really, I mean, like I said, the business aspect is, it could get grimy, but um, I've been fortunate enough to get picked up by a league that's got a better reputation, a bigger budget. I mean, even though it's independent league, the only 
the only difference in talent I'd really have to say would be very, very minimum because, I mean, the, our, the guys that are out there, you could tell they're out there every day working just like everybody else in affiliated ball. And it's, it's different in terms of how long you stay on the team, getting bounced around, traded, because there's, like, unlike in the, our affiliated ball, you're, there's not a lot of money invested in you. So, like you said, when you get, when you're not, when they lose interest in you, it's more along the lines of a release rather than a trade or a promotion or a demotion. So it's, it's, it's different than affiliated ball. But at the same time, um, there's still the same amount of opportunity in every league. So if you get released from one league, I mean, a team on the other side of the country could care less as to why they released you. They just want to give you the opportunity and see if you can help them out. And for the most part, as a free agent in that position, that's all I could really ask for. Um, when I got released, I just asked for bullpens. I didn't, I didn't ask them to guarantee me a spot or anything. Just give me the opportunity to show you what I have to offer, and then you can decide whether or not it's worth it. And I think, um, I think a lot of coaches respected that. Uh, I was very persistent. I tried calling their office, emailing them. You, just anything I could do to show them that I want, I want to be there, and I think that's what made the difference and helped me get that little opportunity. And with this Canada team, I mean, they haven't even seen me personally, and they've already signed me. So it, I feel like that's a, a a compliment to the work that I've put in up to this point. That a team is willing to stick their neck out a little bit to to give me the opportunity to play. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, just the, uh, the perseverance and the the uh, lessons learned, um, you know, as, as you're going through there. And we always talk about how baseball is a game of failure, um, mm-hmm. you know, so the game itself can, you know, can probably help teach you and help you adapt to, uh, you know, those adjustments you have to make at the professional level. So um, we're just about out of time here, um, but any uh, – you know, any last things you want to say as you uh, kind of prepare to continue chasing this dream of yours and, um, you know, before we sign off? Um, probably something similar I said last time. For the kids out there that are listening, uh, just make sure the game continues to be played the way it's supposed to be played and it's with fun. I mean, like I I mean, it, is, it does turn to a job if you're interested in professional baseball, but it doesn't have to be a job. There's a lot of guys out there that are capable of of keeping the same fun mentality as soon as they walk out on the field they're back to 13 years old again and I wish I could tap into that like they could but I think that's something that you got to develop as you grow up and if there's any any recommendation for kids at that age would be to look into how to kind of develop that mentality if you are interested in baseball in the future yeah I think that's important I mean even though you know, we kind of talked about some of the, the darker sides, the business piece of it. It's still, at the end of the day, you're getting paid to go to the ballpark. Exactly. And, you know, there's nothing, no complaints. Uh, <laughs> nothing better than that uh, at any stretch of the imagination. I mean, even though, uh, you know, I don't get paid to, to play baseball and I was never good enough to, to have that opportunity. I mean, I look at it as a huge privilege just to come to this place every, you know, every day and, and work here and get paid to do it. Um, you know, so I think that's important. As long as uh, you're enjoying what you're do, what you're doing, that's the most important thing out there. Absolutely, so, 
Brandon, thanks for joining me. Uh, Thank maybe you. we'll have you back again next week. Um, talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing here for us over the winter and the, the uh, winter clinics and some of the other stuff. Um, let some of the kids know how they can kind of pick up on the right way to play the game as we were talking about. So as always, folks, check us out at bigvisionfoundation.org.